Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast. This is episode number 22 with my good friend, Kaylee Rapsham. Uh, so always nice chatting with her and happy I get to uh, share out her awesomeness with you all, uh, my lovely audience. So uh, we talk about her unique journey to where she is now as a entrepreneur, uh, life coach, just sort of freelance uh, marketer and um, just all around cool person. Uh, she actually also just got engaged, so congrats, Kaylee. Uh, uh, definitely go show her some love on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and go check out her website as well to see more of what she's all about. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just really glad that we got uh, some time together to uh, talk and uh, that we get to share it out with you all to uh, to enjoy. So uh, definitely check out everything in the show notes as usual. And uh, after this brief message from our sponsor, this is episode number 22 with Kaylee Ropsham. It's an honor to have our good friends at Swiftkick be a sponsor of the podcast because I've seen their work firsthand and it's truly unlike any student leadership training I've experienced. They've been voted Best Student Leadership Program unprecedented five times, so you know they must be doing something right. As a bonus for our listeners, SwiftKick is giving a $500 discount off their normal speaking fee if you mention Higher Ed Geek when you contact them. I highly recommend their trainings for your campus as your students will be talking about it for months afterwards. It's really great stuff. Check them out, SwiftKickHQ.com to learn more and let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. Cause I, I, you know, what's funny is just like, cause I had that trip planned that I was supposed to take down there. Um, so I had like on my weather app, I put like St. Petersburg and, you know, I just have like a bunch of different cities oh. on there. So now like I just have left it on there. So I'm always curious like what the weather is like down there. And it seems like this is like one of the better times. Like it's like a pretty good, like generally, cause like we should be warmer than we are now here, but like down there in Florida, like it seems like it's a, uh, good time of year weather wise. And, uh, that always makes me envious when I'm just like, like, oh, we still are like, we're struggling to break 50 and like, uh, <laughs> I could be just a little bit, a little bit warmer, but, um, I guess, have you been like enjoying, I don't know if I guess like usually it's pretty nice there all year long, but have you been enjoying like getting outdoors more, uh, recently so we can kind of live vicariously through you? Yeah. I mean, Florida's great. The weather's always great. No, really no matter what, even in January when it got down to uh, 30 degrees and 40 degrees. I mean, it was still like, it still wasn't bad, right? Like it wasn't snowing and we don't really have rain during, um, the like winter season of the year. Like we don't get a lot of rain. Um, you know, the last like huge rainstorm we got was hurricane Irma Mm. and that was in like September, but September, August or September or something like that. So other than that, I mean, we get pretty lucky, you know, the summer months, that's when the rain starts to really come down. It'll be like every day we'll get those rain showers that pass through. But in between there, I mean, it's the sun's back. So it is really nice. It's like spring break for a lot of people. So I've been seeing a lot of people walking around with sunburns. <laughs> and I guess that's not like a common occurrence. Like most Floridians know that like you can't be outside for a long time or you will get burned. Um, yep. And so, like, I was walking down one of the main streets that I live nearby, and I was like, what? who are all these people with sunburns? And it's, like, people from, you know, coming from the winter season, and they're not used to all the sun. Yeah, yep. that's, uh, that's so, me. That's me, yeah. usually. I'm always just, like, the hubris, you know, just, like, going out, just like, I'll be fine. <laughs> like, I'm never fine. I never learned my lesson. 
Um, but yeah, there's like you're coming from like a cold place. It's just like bring it on, please. Like just like burn me alive, please. Just need the warmth. Um, but great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping at some point in the near future to try and uh, reschedule that trip because yeah, I think mine was canceled by the that hurricane. Um, I wasn't able to get down there, but. Um, oh yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get in a little bit of uh, some of your love of uh, Saint Petersburg, uh, but. Um, yeah, we'll start out here. Um, if you just want to give a quick intro of yourself uh, and your professional journey of how you got to be where you are today, because I know it's a very unique path. So uh, be good to share it with everybody. Then we'll we'll dig into some pieces. Yeah, sure. So I'm Kaylee Robsham, and right now I'm an entrepreneur, um, and I run Kaylee Robsham Coaching, which is a coaching business for women, primarily with anxiety. And so let's start back at like square one because I'm very new to the entrepreneurship um, field. And it all started back when I was an undergrad at Bridgewater State University in Massachusetts. Um, I was very involved as a student leader. And, you know, I did like everything under the sun since I was a, a first year student and immediately got involved in residence life and orientation just wanted to have my hand and be active in everything. Um, and actually I was at Bridgewater when they were a college. So if you know anything about the Massachusetts state schools, um, Bridgewater used to be Bridgewater state college, you know, before it was like Bridgewater normal school. Mm -hmm. And I helped get the, um, support the bill that passed through the state house to get all of the state universities, well, state colleges to become state universities. So I felt really like proud during that moment. And ever since being involved at Bridgewater, like I knew my sophomore year, I knew very early on in my career that I wanted to go into higher education. So my residence director actually, um, and my first RA staff, when I was in a resident assistant, um, he was a huge role model for me in higher ed. And he just brought this really fun approach to the work that we were doing. And I just remember the kind of like personality he would bring to his job. And I, I couldn't imagine that you could have this as a full-time job. And that's what really drew me in was that not even him um, as my role model, but everyone at Bridgewater always had this way of making the meetings that we were doing and everything just really fun. Um, and so naturally I went to, I went and I applied my, for my grad program at the University of Rhode Island in their college student personnel program um, and had a really awesome time there too. I had my own staff as a residence director and just fell in love with the work. It was just amazing to be able to help students on their journey um, through like this young adulthood and adolescent period of their lives. Um, and then once I got into my first student affairs job, I started experiencing this, like a lot of this anxiety. And so in my first student affairs job after grad school, I only stayed there for 10 months um, because I didn't feel like my values were like completely aligned with the work anymore. There was a shift and I can get more into that later, but I ended up working, I love technology and student affairs, and I had always been drawn to it. So I found a small startup in St. Petersburg, Florida. And so I ended up moving to St. Pete, which is where I'm at now, about three years ago. And 
yeah, that kind of like led to my journey to entrepreneurship in St. Petersburg, Florida is such a great community to start your entrepreneurship journey. So I feel like I was led here and, you know, my whole journey has led me to this point. Um, so it's been like really powerful and just so much support that I've received along the way. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, just the sort of like everything happening for a reason or you sort of find the kind of the silver lining to each part of our, uh, our journeys. But, um, yeah, I mean, just specifically, you know, you mentioned a lot about your college experience and sort of wanting to give back and help other college students, um, you know, through your early career and sort of still doing, you know, similar kind of work or utilizing similar skills now. But, you know, any sort of like anecdote or uh, experience maybe that you want to explore a little bit deeper in terms of your college experience and what it gave you like personally and or professionally that you still utilize today? Yeah, and I was thinking about this today, just really thinking about like, when was that well, there's like two points, right? Like how the college experience made me feel more of like a, like a human being and really coming into my own. And then the second experience was like the point where I knew I was like a little bit different from everyone else going through college. Um, and I don't know if that's just like me as a millennial, but I feel, you know, that I'm a unicorn kind of thing. But um, I remember when I was, it was like towards the end of my sophomore year, and I remember um, reaching out because I wanted to um, I wanted to plan this big program around fire safety, and I wanted to work with the local fire department in Bridgewater to bring a mock um, residence hall room to campus outside so that students could see the power of like fire safety, like with tapestries and all the things that we had to enforce um, working in residence life. And what happens when you like break fire safety code, you have a fire in one room and um, if you have sprinklers in another room and like how it all works out. But the whole process of it, I realized was I reached out and I didn't know as an undergrad, I was kind of like there was some red tape involved with working with people outside of the university and I had to get university advancement involved. And soon, like I just realized that I had called upon a lot of people who worked at the university and in the town as an undergraduate student. And I really, that was like the first step for me into entrepreneurship because I was just doing something unconventional that people hadn't seen before at the university. Um, so I almost got like, I want to say like a little tap on the wrist or whatever they say um, for taking that risk because they weren't, they didn't see it coming and they didn't plan for it. Um, but it ended up being a really successful program. And I was just so proud of myself for like going out there and doing it. And that's what encouraged me, you know, my junior year, my senior year, and you know, so on and so forth to just go out and take risks because the risk is like far more, like the reward is um, amazing when you go out and take risks on your own. Like the learning curve is so high. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so I think personally, when I was at Bridgewater, I just had all of these, yeah, like the aha moments, but they were like these small micro experiences where I had these one-on-one -on -one conversations with mentors or went on a abroad service trip um, or, you know, I was able to have like a really purposeful and meaningful conversation with a student. It's like all of those micro moments that added up into my whole college experience. And now I feel like it's just been my journey to help make others feel the same way, like feel like they're part of something bigger. Mm. 
Yeah, and it may be like coming about yeah. in a very different context, but similar, like sort of that, uh, you know, the power of the, kind of that epiphany or, you know, uh, just realizing different things about yourself through uh, kind of good conversations and all that. Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, certainly something that's like, you know, highly yeah. utilized skill uh, for sort of like campus work is, you know, you're talking to a lot of people, you got to, you know, sort of help people along and through good times and hard and uh, yeah, certainly that like nurturing that skill it can be very useful in any number of capacities but um yeah it is uh yeah interesting just that sort of the, those two experiences one thing just to sort of like build your confidence and sort of that that kind of yeah like entrepreneurial spirit and then also just like uh yeah just building like i guess what people call like soft skills or whatever that can be just be helpful in life just like dealing with like friends and yeah. family or you know or coworkers or you know uh, other people that you're serving so um but yeah, I mean, that kind of brings us to today, you know, you're kind of just full time uh, blazing your own trail and uh, doing your coaching work and kind of other um, sort of gigs that you do. Um, so, you know, with where you're at now, you know, this is something that you've kind of uh, built for yourself. Like, what do you enjoy most about the work that you do now? And just kind of explore that a little bit more. And it's so funny, just like reflecting on the whole journey up until this point, too, Um but my main focus is mindset work and I primarily coach women with anxiety. And I think that comes from my own story where I had a lot of anxiety and jobs where I didn't feel aligned. Like I didn't see my values in the organization. So naturally I didn't feel like I was a part of something bigger. I didn't feel like I had a purpose. Um, so I'm really like out on this journey to help women feel more aligned in their life and help them give like help them tap into a different perspective that they have the power to tap into. Um, so part of that work is like stripping away this programming that we're taught from society or that we're taught um, from our childhood about what we can and cannot desire in life. And then for women specifically, like we're taught that we can't take up a lot of space depending on what type of environment we're in. And I think when I'm coaching women, they there's always this like breakthrough and this like almost like a tipping point, this realization that they they become conscious of their significance in the world and that they're just part of something bigger. And I think when you feel that meaning at your core and you feel your purpose and you can show up in the world in an authentic way just your perspective on life changes completely. Like I know when I came into that point in my life, I just started feeling like unstoppable, like that I could do anything. Um, and so that's the transformation and journey that I'm focused on right now. Um, and I feel like so grateful that I'm allowed to witness women like come into their own space and they get so vulnerable on this journey and it's just exactly what I want to be doing right now. So um, that's probably, I mean, I enjoy all of it, but I think, you know, the biggest takeaway is that you, no matter who you are, you can design your own life and how around your thoughts and your thoughts create your reality. So that's kind of like what mm -hmm. the biggest takeaway is for me, um, when I'm teaching people about the coaching work that I do. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I mean, it's like, you've figured out a lot of terms of like kind of tools and, you know, uh, advice about how to help people. And that's like, some of it's, you know, you can kind of have platitudes that maybe will be 
sort of, you know, that they resonate with people, but yeah, like the work that you do is going to be very high touch and kind of contour to the person and their background and experience, what they're looking to achieve and all that. So it's like, yeah, just if you've kind of had something click for you and just realizing the, the potential of that outcome of kind of getting to that tipping point and wanting to kind of figure out maybe the winding way through the forest to help guide someone towards that, uh, sort of end goal uh, for their own life. It is, uh, yeah, it is a uh, good noble work. And, uh, I know you are well suited for it. And I, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, cool just to see just, you know, kind of where you're going with that and just, you know, where it's going to go in the future. So, um, and I guess maybe if it's stuff that's connected to it, but, you know, uh, I know this is something for you that's really, you know, it's really become integrated in your life and you're kind of having that more alignment with your bit values, with, you know, your personal values, with your work. Um, so just in terms of your life, you know, uh, what are the things that you geek out about currently? Like, what are, are they things that you've always been into things that maybe you've discovered recently and just kind of what are those things that are grabbing your attention right now? And it can be more personal or professional or maybe a, you know, a little bit of both. Yeah. And it's so funny that you mentioned, like, it's more of, you kind of, um, tapped, like talked about this, like it is more of a lifestyle for me now. Like before it was very separated, like work and then my life, like my personal life. And now it doesn't feel separate and it feels really good to have that integration. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people are like looking to achieve right now is that work-life integration rather than the balance. Um, but in terms of work-life integration, I recently got my birth chart read. And basically, it's this chart of like where the planets are when you are born, um, depending on where you're born and what time you're born at. And I learned that um, basically my, my journey in life is to align my career and my purpose. Um, and she was able to just see that and read my birth chart and understand what I was all about. So I found it to be really powerful. So I think to answer your question, what I, what I'm geeking out about right now is astrology and just how we're part of this like universe and how weird it is to know that we're just on this planet, like kind of floating in space. And so it just get it gets me thinking about like how we're all connected and how all of this energy is kind of working simultaneously together. Um, and I think when I think about it that way, it makes me, it makes me feel good in the work that I'm doing because I'm like, okay, well like my career and my purpose are supposed to be aligned. Like I already had that feeling within me, but it was cool to see it validated. Um, mm like on an actual piece of paper. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, like any of those kind of things, like a personality inventory or, yeah, like astrology, like mm-hmm. sometimes it's, uh, you know, people could maybe have their criticisms or something, but it's like, yeah, but in my experience that it, it is right. just wild how accurate they can be. And sometimes that, like you're saying, just seeing something written out and affirming of who you are and the uh, sort of the, the value of that, of, you know, yeah, certainly sometimes I'm like, like, oh, I, you know, I don't feel like I fit in with some like kind of in groups a lot. And like, I'm not sure if that's, you know, should I try to nurture and compensate more for my weaknesses? Or do I just lean into the strengths that I have that make me unique? And I think sort of that idea of like, nope, you are who you are. This is what you're about. And like, go for it. You know, like anything that anybody can do for that, I think is really valuable because just having that kind of strength-based approach or just sort of like, yeah, like this is who you are at your core. Um, yeah, that sort of 
uh, affirming tool like that, um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely helpful. Um, and I think, yeah, it's like one of those things that you can kind of deep dive into and just kind of you know, like geek, geek out, uh, <laughs> geek out about it. But, and I guess maybe just anything deeper with that of like these things that you're into, if maybe, you know, if you think of something else or, uh, what, but you know, these hobbies and interests, like how, how does that positively contribute to your life? If there's sort of like an anecdote that maybe you can think of or just anything like that. Well, this year specifically, so I feel like 2018 is a huge, I just felt this like a lot of energy, like a lot of good energy for people around 2018. Um, so in terms of like my hobbies and interests, I kind of set out this year to say yes to everything. So normally, like when you first asked me about like coming on the podcast, I had so many like fears that came up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to screw up. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, no, no. Like this is Dustin and I like. We finally met each other in March, mm-hmm. and so I'm really – and I'm like, no, this is an opportunity for me to step outside of my comfort zone. And so I haven't read the book, but I heard there's a book called Year of Yes, and so I wanted to set out on my Year of Yes. I haven't read the book yet, but I will. Um, but it's basically me – like 2018 is me pushing myself outside my comfort zone. So January, I started out – um, kind of small, but I did, I went to a pottery class and I've always wanted to create pottery. Um, and so every month I have like one thing that I plan that is outside of my comfort zone. And February I ended up taking my first social media client and then in my business. And then in March I spoke at NASPA where we saw, where we saw each other and, you know, I don't really enjoy public speaking, but I, that's something that I'm really working to improve upon this year. So that was something that pushed, also pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Um, and then this weekend, I'm actually, this is kind of like going into April, but I'm taking an adventurous trip and I'm letting my partner surprise me. And I'm usually not great at receiving surprises. So I'm kind of sticking myself out there again for that. Um, and then I'm just hoping to travel like the rest of the year. Um, but specifically hobbies, like I've always wanted to get scuba certified and, you know, the ocean used to scare me. (laughs) Um, but when I did a service trip abroad, I got into the ocean with sharks, um, that like fear just really, it made me realize that fear is just all it's in your head. And so when I was next to a shark that was like 12 feet long, I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Um, so getting scuba certified is also on my list for this year. Well, and I think yeah. Kaylee, you may have really set yourself up for disappointment because it's also April fools. He might be pranking you this weekend and be like, <laughs> goofed. Yeah. Like we're just going down the street, like whatever, you know, but no, I, 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 hate, like, I just hate pranks too. So I'm like, you better not do that. But, um, but no, I mean, that's honest. That's a really cool way to do something out of your comfort zone to just be like, like, yeah, person, you know, especially like a partner, you know, maybe a little bit more implicit trust with like, you know, yes, you mm-hmm. plan the trip. I don't know what we're going to be doing, but I trust you to, you know, it kind of affirms that, that bond for sure. Um, so you know, yeah. I'm curious to hear. Uh, I'll let yeah. you, yeah, I'll yeah. let you know, um, how that goes <laughs> and if it is just down the street. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, uh, yeah, like my, uh. Yeah, my wife Jen, she is just like, you're not pranking me, right? Like, do like do not even think of it. It's like I don't want to be pranked either. I'm not going to prank people. I'm not encouraging that. Um, just for the record, that is a thing. I do not like pranks. Maybe a very good natured, simple <laughs> prank, but yeah, nothing beyond that. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, and I guess, um, you know, uh, if it's sort of part of, you know, exploring new things or, you know, you already mentioned one book, we'll, we'll link out to that in the show notes. But like anything else that you're consuming that's sort of like helping your kind of maybe your business or just helping your sort of worldview and kind of, you know, um, that sort of thing. Just anything that you're reading, watching, listening to um, that we could share out. Yeah. Um, so someone who have been like really diving deep into her like literature and just her perspective is Louise Hay. And she, I don't know if she was a life coach, but she does a lot. She has a lot of books on women's empowerment and just how you can heal your life. Um, so she has so many books. And so if, if anyone's looking to start like their journey on their mindset and just kind of dropping some stories or letting go of things like Louise Hay is a great author. Um, and my coach, I believe, to just start out with. And so I love her work. And then um, I really, when I was making the transition December to January into entrepreneurship full-time, I read Brené uh, Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness. And that just really validated some of my feelings around just being kind of unconventional and feeling a little bit more rebellious um, and out there, I guess. So I think if you're looking to start some sort of side hustle or you want to step into your own kind of energy or authenticity, like that book is all about being authentic. Um, and I just really liked the work that she had in there. Um, I mean, in terms of watching, I don't think it really contributes to my worldview so much, but it makes me feel connected to my partner and, some of the shows that we watch is This Is Us. Um, this Is Us touch, touches upon some social justice topics. And so I'm able to chat with my partner just about like what's going on in the world. So I think even though we're watching that, we have really great conversations from it. And then we have two shows that are just like we consistently watch. And that's Grey's Anatomy. And I got him hooked on that. And then he got me hooked on The Good Doctor, um, which has to do with a doctor who has autism. And so my nephew has autism. So it really just like the show really drew me in because um, I think there's a lot of things that people with autism are up against in their life. Um, so that's just like all of those shows just spark like really great conversations. And I think like just make us appreciate each other more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah. And then I think like podcasts, podcasts I've been diving more deep into and there's some entrepreneurship podcasts um but right now i've been trying to uplift the work of higher ed people so i mean obviously your podcast um resilient campus but yeah those are kind of the things that i consume throughout my week yeah yeah um, definitely a healthy diet of uh good stuff there um yeah. and uh yeah i know you turned me on to um like i need to get a little deeper with it but like because uh, you are a very early riser and there's like an early riser movement and a whole kind of community yes. there so I, I, it's a very unique thing about you and i want to make sure to note that if people are curious uh i feel like <laughs> i don't know if i could get there myself but um i think it's just a very interesting mindset it obviously like it's the other stuff about not just how to wake up or it's like it's obviously it's a lifestyle it's a mindset it's uh you know yeah just like a whole community so i'll, I'll link out to that too but um, i don't know if you want to say anything about that yeah, so the Early Risers movement is an entrepreneur based in Connecticut, and he and I actually got connected on Instagram. We were both transitioning out of our full-time jobs and going into the 
the world of entrepreneurship. And he had found me because I was talking about getting up at like 4 or 5 a.m. And um, so, yeah, it was the early risers movement. I had I started listening to his podcast recently um, and he just has a lot of great like productivity hacks on like how to get up early and how to make the most of your day, kind of like how to be your own CEO. Um, and he also does giveaways and stuff. So I've been supporting him on his journey too. But yeah, my my like 5 a.m. I changed it to 5 a.m. I, I used to wake up at 4 a.m. But now it's 5 a.m. Like yeah. And I, I do believe in the power of routines with no matter what time you wake up. But as long as you give yourself enough time to create a solid routine that is based in how you want to feel. And it gets you like super pumped for the day. So yeah, yeah. yeah cool. total believer in, in routines, morning and night routines. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I need to get better with that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll link out to all that stuff in the show notes and then, um, we will wrap up the episode as we always do. If you just want to, uh, talk about something or things that you are looking forward to in your job, life and or the world. Oh, so much. Um, you know, I feel like right now, Uh, like a lot of people think that we're in this kind of like bad energy in the United States because we have um, a not so great president and just things happening and going on in the United States that are just very different. But I, I really believe that things get worse before they get better. So we're like all in this journey together and I'm excited to see just how people are just coming out on their own and really starting to pursue activism and starting to use their voices and to be like authentic to themselves. So I think that's a trend that I've just seen, you know, in the world, but specifically in the United States and just challenging structures and systems that haven't been in place. Um, And it just all comes back to like, what is our purpose kind of like on this planet and how we can, how can we support each other? on our journey. So I think that's what I'm just like excited about at large is that we're all just contributing to this really cool movement. Um, so mm. yeah, that's where I'm at with yeah. that. I think, yeah, it is encouraging seeing how people are being galvanized to action, uh, through kind of this trying time. Um, and yeah, I think generally like I have to remind myself, like in a lot of ways, like the world is getting better. It's just in such incremental or sort of like slow moving things. Like we, we, tend to you know move forward we tend to progress you know there's always i think kind of this pull naturally you know i'm just kind of natural optimist and kind of believing in that potential of people to kind of make things better and yeah i think we maybe sometimes need a reminder to kind of hit that fire uh kind of lit under (laughs) us uh but yeah just never stop believing in the capacity of people to make things better and yeah, just uh, always looking forward to seeing those new examples of people uh, yeah, putting their values forth and trying to make things better for themselves and others. So um, and there's a perfectly optimistic note to uh, end this episode <laughs> with. So yeah, we'll definitely uh, connect out uh, or share out ways for people to connect out uh, with you and the work that you do and um, all the things that we talked about for this episode. And uh, always happy to chat with you. It's always a good time. And uh, yeah, just appreciate you uh, making some time for this episode. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Dustin. I am very active on Instagram and most of my social media, but just lately Instagram a lot. So we can link out to that. But 
I've had such, I always have such a great time chatting with you. So I really appreciate you having me on the show. Pleasure is all mine, but yes, please go (laughs) connect with Kaylee and, uh, you know, follow up with any questions or anything and, uh, yeah, just have a uh, good rest of your day and I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Dustin. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast is a proud member of the connect edu podcast network, bringing together diverse voices and thoughtful discussions to the higher ed community. Check us out online at connectedu.network or on Twitter at connectedupod. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast.